Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at whitelight.love. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard. Stephanie, welcome to your show. Let's try this again. Stephanie, are you there? Good morning. Hello. Do you want Hello. Do you want me to do the intro again for you? And we can we'll just let's do the intro again. We're gonna it's like it's gonna be like an episode of Dallas. We'll do a repeat. Oh. Okay, so for oh, all the listeners out there, pretend the show is gonna start in about thirty nine <laughs> seconds. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at whitelight.love. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? I'm excited. You're going to have a great show today. Yes. Yes, happy Tuesday. So you can hear me now. I can hear you now. Yeah. You're like a Verizon commercial. (laughs) I know, I know, and it's so early in the morning up here. It's like I'm still halfway delirious. I know. Well, I guess I'm here now, huh? This is good. This is good. It's a great thing. I'm excited. Yeah, you know, it's uh, well. Let's see. Right now, it's 30 degrees. We're going to hit a daytime high of 32 and a low of 21. Wow, I know, and we are already up to six hours. And 45 minutes at daylight. And it's going to grow. It's funny. Last week it was about six and a half hours. Now it's almost seven hours. It's exciting. Isn't that cool? Well, it is cool. And here in Huntington Beach today, it's going to be 70 today. 77 Wednesday, but by Saturday, 56 and rainy. Ew. I know. It is. (laughs) That's cold. That's cold. Well, so what, good what, morning, what's been everybody. going on in the last week? Oh, I'll tell you what. You know, last week, so last week we talked about manifesting, remember? And it was the new moon, and it was the night of the magical wishing moon, and it was interesting. Um, you know, one thing I love to do, and for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you would see, and if you don't, please follow me on Facebook at Stephanie Gerard. I love to take pictures, and it's not that I didn't love to take pictures before moving up here, but I love taking pictures even more so. Well, I also belong to a couple of different groups, you know, Alaska, you know, like I love Alaska. This is on Facebook, 
and people are invited to share their pictures. So like, there's like the generic group where everybody in the world can post neat pictures of visits they had in Alaska or if they live here. And then there's a different group, and it's the quote-unquote VIP group. And so in the VIP group, it's for those of us who actually live here and we actually have to answer a couple of questions and provide your zip code you know this verification so so this is very cool as a member of that group and I only I was only recently accepted probably three or four weeks ago and of course this beautiful backyard this beautiful green belt the moose love it and they tend to appear in the month of January, you know, I guess they wait till the holidays are over to move in, you know, temporarily, of course. And so I've been able to capture some super amazing pictures of the Mooseys. I call them the Mooseys. Um, it's fantastic. And so the first one I posted, it was, you know, a, a female cow. That's what they call it. <laughs> I, I just go with Moose. I, you know, because the males will go through this cycle where they actually tear off what, you know, we call them horns or paddles. Paddles is the proper word. And so there's a certain time of year where they shed their paddles. And anyway, so this time of year right now, it's hard to discern is this a male or a female, you know, because it's the teenage males that lose the paddles. Anyway, so I captured this amazing picture uh, one of the Moosies, just right back here, didn't think anything of it, posted this picture in this VIP group. And, you know, Facebook has that really neat feature, not all the time, but a person can make their photo look 3D. So I had posted that and didn't think anything of it. And then I thought, gosh, it would be so cool if a photographer reached out to me. So last week on the magical wishing moon, I had set that intention. Well, lo and behold, guess what? I was invited to join a local photographer's group as well. And this is the power of manifesting. Um, When I take pictures, it's like I wait until it feels right. Now, of course, that's me because I have a lot of water in my astrology chart, which means emotions. And when I capture that picture, it's being done with like, oh, wow, you know, heart and soul like on my part. So that first picture received over 260 likes, like within 72 hours, within hours. I'm not kidding. It was amazing. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I continue to do this? So I've since posted another picture of two moose. They showed up last Thursday. And there was actually a third moose, but he was too far to the right. I couldn't capture him on film. But anyway, I posted that picture, and there's already 200 likes within 48 hours. It's amazing. So it's really neat to, you know, follow these things called hobbies, these things called personal interests. So that was something that I had, you know, set my intention to manifest. And, you know, the message here, too, is, You know, nothing is too far-fetched. Nothing is too ridiculous. You know, let's say we want to do the underwater basket weaving, you know, like we used to joke about in high school and college. You know, anything is possible. And one of my key phrases I shared from last week 
is just the fact that I always like to ask myself inside, well, what else is possible? So if this is interesting, what else is possible? If I love this picture and I post it, I'm just putting it out there that, you know, people will enjoy it. And, oh, my gosh, lo and behold, you know, over 260 people liked it. Wow. And then a FUD talker. You know, another thing we touched on last week is numerology, figuring out our life path number. And, you know, as I shared last week, I'll share it again. Just add up the digits of your month, day, and year you were born, then reduce it to a single digit. So um, as previously shared, my life path is a number one. And ones are leaders, yet ones, we tend to go through quite a number of challenges because we like to do things our way. If someone says no, we just reroute that and take the word no as opportunity, and we just find a different way to do it. And uh, I know many entrepreneurs do that, and I'm not saying that they're all number ones, but it's amazing what we can do to manifest what it is that we would like to bring into the physical, to bring into the here and the now. So I think it's fascinating. I mean, what else is possible? Like you, Garrett, you do all kinds of interesting things. And I'm sure it just didn't, you know, it wasn't just there. You've created it, right? No, it just all happened. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. It, oh, okay, it's funny. of course. <laughs> I was having this conversation with somebody last week, and I said, what do you do that feeds your soul? And they're like, well, I don't know. And I said, if I listened right. This is the same thing you've taught me since I've known you. If I listened to everybody that's out there that said, you can't do this because I would not get out of Mm -hmm. bed in the morning. Okay. I mean, I can give you lists and lists and lists of things that I've done that I've had so much joy and happiness in doing and creating that, again, if I listen to the people around me, including those who really love me, who said, that's a dumb idea, or you can't do this because I would, again, never have done the radio show. I'd never sing a song. I'd never write a book, I'd never, you know, so I can go down the list. Um, but I love your photography and getting back to your mooses, meeses, um, <laughs> you are coming into your own as a photographer, I can tell you. And I love seeing the pictures of the nature scapes um, and also the wildlife that you're taking. And it really paints such a different picture than what I think that I think at least what I'm used to thinking of as Alaska, you're painting a reality that is really quite stunning. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Sunday, just two days ago, I got out once again and headed north oh, about an hour, hour and a half from here. And on the return, well, took some amazing pictures, but on the return, coming back into Anchorage, it was right around, it was sunset-ish, and the skies were warm, and, you know, you couldn't see the sunset because of the mountains and the twists and the turns, but all of a sudden, there was that one turn in the road, and it's like, boom, I was snapping pictures like crazy. Well, one, one thing that was about one of these pictures, and I will be posting it sometime today as well on Facebook. Um, You know, we look at the mountains now, and it's like, yeah, there's some snow, and they look brown and ugly, kind of, you know. But rounding this bend and the rays of the sunlight coming through, 
and bouncing off of the snow. It looked like fall around the base of these mountains. They were yellow and orange and uh, just this really neat pattern. It's just such a contrast. And then the sky was, you know, you can see it, you can see where the sun is likely at, but you don't see the sun itself. What you see is the sky is warmed up. It's just amazing. So I will share that on Facebook today. It's really, really pretty. And I posted that in the VIP group last night, and it's already got 50 likes, probably more by now. But, um, yeah, Alaska is very different. You know, once upon a time I thought, well, this place is just full of snow. I'm sure it's, you know, winter from September to May. And, oh, no, it's very different. It's, It's very different to live here. You know, last week, last week they said, okay, today there's a good chance of snow, which there is every day. So at one point it snowed for 10, 12 minutes and then stopped. And then later in the day, and those were the really tiny, tiny snowflakes, and it looked like it was raining with the snow. And then later in the day it was like here came the angel pillow fight snowflakes, those great, big, feathery, gorgeous, Mm. luscious, Flakes mm. and mm. they came down for oh twenty minutes and that was it. End of story. <laughs> I was like, okay, so where's that? We have snow. I mean, out here in the center of the cul-de-sac, it's about fifteen feet high, but you know that's the sum total of all the snow from the beginning. So it's interesting. It's interesting, but to to capture the nature here is just off the charts and one of the best places to go to capture the nature photos which sounds strange, is the airport. Because you to go to the airport, you're literally going over the river and through the woods. And then there's this bend. In the, there's a couple of different ways. But the way I like to go is, you know, through the woods, not necessarily over the river, but over a lot of ice. And then you're around this bend, and it's like you're raised up on this big hill, and there's the water. There's the sun. There is the island across being lady. And she looks like she's laying down on her back and her hair extends quite a ways and interesting story there. But the airport is one of the most amazing places to capture sunrises, sunsets. And it's fun because starting in the month of May, people head out there, people flock out there for sunset. There is this huge parking lot, but a person cannot find a place to park. So there's parking. Once you see the cars all lined up on the road, <laughs> lined up all the way down, all the way down into the parking lot. It's super cool, super cool. So I, I really enjoy and appreciate the people that live here locally that really appreciate the nature too. It's not uncommon to see people pulled off even on the highway with their camera, with their great big professional cameras, and they're out taking pictures in these freezing conditions so it's neat to see it's neat to be in this kind of collective that celebrate this nature it's just so unique so unique it's amazing well please keep it up we love seeing your updates oh trust me i am keeping it up (laughs) more pictures to come so you know i was thinking about what will we talk about today um You know, one thing that came up is ascension symptoms. And this is a common question 
that I get. This is on the regular. This is like two-thirds of the time. You know, it's the question of, and oh, by the way, I have been feeling really sleepy. I have aches and pains. I have this weird headache. I can't get out of bed or the opposite. I'm up all night, catch a nap a couple of hours in the day, and I keep going, and I don't know how I do this. There's a wide variety of things going on with our physical body, and this is a result of just the changes on the planet, our spiritual frequency. And I say the word frequency. You know, we talk about energy, and we are all energy. Of course, we know everything is energy. And we're in a really unique place and time on the planet where we are also evolving spiritually, too. And we think, oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm more spiritual. I pray more. I meditate more. Everything's right with that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But we do go through and experience these physical things. And I like to put words to this because, because of what's going on right now. Um, yes, we have COVID, yet we also have those who are evolving. They're on their spiritual path. One of the things with the ascension symptoms, and ascension simply means we're evolving and getting stronger and stronger and stronger on a spiritual connection. And one of these things is the ascension flu. And this is symptomatic of the headache, of the nausea, of aches and pains. So it's a period of time as well where it's like there's a different, you know, there's COVID, but then there's the ascension symptoms. And I'm just, you know, first of all, these ascension symptoms are part of what we call normal because our bodies are shifting, you know, energy frequencies are getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And that does generate physical issues. You know, when I was first waking up, and I, I like to tell stories and share my own personal history because oftentimes I find that this helps a person understand. It brings a certain level of clarity. It explains something. This was probably in the mid-'90s. Um, the, I had a couple of spiritual helpers, of course, made friends with people that talked this language that I had no idea what they were really talking about you know, the spiritual woo stuff. And so anyway, at that place in time, I was in banking, working in banking. And um, even in banking, I was kind of the jack of all trades. I did all kinds of, you know, I was a greeter. I was a teller. I opened accounts, managed safe deposit box. You know, I wore many hats under one roof, just as I do now. And I was going through a phase where I would have these hellacious headaches it felt like it was a cast iron lid sitting on top of my skull and it would be like that all day there wasn't enough water to drink and I didn't know better at that place in time that this is my crown chakra that was opening up and so I was popping ibuprofen and I was you know just trying to stay sane during the day and then I would notice too when once I left work pain would ease up and it's like well so I was dealing with a lot of interference energetically. You know, when we are around a lot of people, you know, we have our aura, we have our energy field around us. 
and then in banking, especially when people come into the branch. And I was working in one of the top 10 busiest branches for my state. Um, it was just constant from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It was a turnstile. And so it was a lot of static. And it was a lesson about not only my crown chakra opening, but it helped introduce me into the awareness of, well, wow. So I'm also around a lot of people's energy. Some people I got along really well with. Other people it was like, you know, kind of like an instant aversion. And I know this still happens for a lot of people now, but it was really a lesson. Um, This experience taught me about how to be sensitive, grow sensitive to other people's energies, you see. And this is part of what we we now call ascension. I say evolution. Um, This is a sign that we are becoming more sensitive, that we are becoming aware. Um, It's very interesting because, you know, when we set out journey on this thing called life, and we choose our families, and we have all of these experiences, and we come into an adulthood, and we realize there was no list of instructions that came. So now we get to teach ourselves what that looks like. Um, This is a real interesting lesson. And, you know, we run into those people that don't have filters, or they don't have boundaries or personal space. So this teaches us how to be around people, how to be around energies. And Having that level of sensitivity is also a wonderful marker, a wonderful GPS. You know, I've had those days where I set out to, let's say, just do something simple, go to the grocery store, and yet I pull up and it's like something doesn't feel right, I won't go in. You know, listening to that secondary voice. So as we evolve and as we get stronger, You know, we come into recognizing we have these sensitivities about being around certain people. Some feel great, some don't, and some are just simply neutral. doesn't matter either way. And um, that's a wonderful, wonderful GPS. And, you know, oftentimes when talking with people, the teaching ask is so important. And sometimes, you know, I get the question of, well, can you talk about something else besides blank and it's like well yes and no I really feel it's important to understand the basis of the foundation of what does this mean what is happening with us you see so as we evolve our sensitivities get stronger we know where we feel comfortable where we don't our friends family whoever it is listen to that GPS And then that brings in the next level of awareness, meaning, okay, so if I know I feel uncomfortable around Uncle George, what is it about that? And a lot of times what we don't realize with people is that they're mirroring back to us a certain aspect of ourselves that may need some work, that may need some attention, So when we feel uncomfortable around people, it's, you know, the primary signal is, okay, there's a red flag coming up, but why is it coming up? Am I in danger? Do I have fear? What is the deal here? And then oftentimes when we speak with that individual who might be crunchy um, or feel crunchy to us, a very unpleasant experience, once we start talking, 
we realize that they may be hiding themselves under similar filters as we are, you know, because when we go out in the world, even if we're at home, you know, we're always in a different state of mind. And I think that's the simpler way to describe it. So when we are connecting with people, I know for me, um, again, due to my astrology chart and due to how I am, I just have a higher sensitivity of people. You know, there's the part of me that I'll still be polite and smile and everything else, but inside I'm feeling guarded, you know, depending on the person or the situation. Am I in a group of people? Is this a one-on-one? And I just pay attention and listen. And oftentimes what I find with these challenged people is that we actually do share a common denominator. It doesn't matter how simple it is. It could be we like the same brand of coffee, you know, or we like the same kind of music. But there's always something to learn from each and every person, especially when we're, oh, what do I want to, being triggered a little bit, you know. What is it within that trigger that can possibly potentially bring us opportunity to grow, you see. So dear Uncle George, who we feel like we can't stand, may have had a similar experience earlier in his life, something that we've already gone through, something for us to learn about. So all of this to say, as we evolve and as we grow, yeah, we go through these physical body things. They're temporary. They can feel uncomfortable. This is why the phrase of self-care is promoted over and over and over. What is it that we need to do in this moment? And sometimes our bodies just simply need rest. Our bodies may need more water. Um, There's a hand I know that also do this work in various ways, in all their different ways, and their food, their taste buds have changed. And it's interesting because the more we evolve and the more connected we get, the more we realize everything changes. Um, Now, me, I'm not allergic to food, so I don't have that same issue. But I have naturally, when I thought about this, I've naturally um, drifted, drifted away from certain foods altogether without realizing it, because I think, oh, I was thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I don't have a food allergy, so to speak. Um, But growing into the place of what used to be really good or taste really good, it's like I can almost like energetically feel that food going into my body and then having it land in my stomach. And it's like, oh, no, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to eat that anymore. Or maybe it generates you know, another physical issue that I hadn't been paying close attention to. All of this, you know, this entire conversation here is to help make us aware of our own energies. And when that little buzzer starts beeping like, okay, alert, 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 something's happening, you know, so then we can discern from there. You know, are we really in danger or is this person actually mirroring back to us something that we have going on and it's actually opportunity for us to face ourselves. Now that can be a little, that can feel pretty uncomfortable, believe me. 
Yes, Garrett, what were you going to share? Well, I was going to share that, oh, my gosh, you were like right on target there. And frankly, you know what? I hate it when people are mirroring back to me something about (laughs) me that I hate. (laughs) Um, Yes. Oh, yes. But I'm going to tell you, your advice many months ago totally worked. I had somebody that I was working with in my day, J-O-B, that Mm -hmm. just over the course of the time that I was working with this person – just kept grating on my nerves to the point where oh, you know, I would yeah. get in my car and cry at night and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so long story short, I did one of the things that you've always, you know, highly recommended, which is write the letter, don't send it, go rip it up, burn it, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. And I'm still to this day trying to figure out why this annoying, because I am charming and lovely in every capacity, every minute of every day. Why this person mm-hmm. annoys me so much, and to this day, I don't know. But very shortly after your counsel, I wrote my letter, did all of that, and the person was transferred to a different area. And life is sunshine and roses ever since. But it is true, because when you were giving me this counsel, um, I kept going, Why? what am I supposed to be learning here? I'm supposed to be learning something, because... I was able to work with this person for a long time. And then all, all of a sudden it was just like a paper cut across my eyeball. You know, it's just excruciating. <laughs> and that's, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyway. So um, you are very, very correct. It's one of those things where, you know, you're going to be learning a lot um, if you choose to learn a lot. And then sometimes you choose to be dumb. I like to be dumb often, but you know, sometimes being smart is a good thing. Yes, and so then here's yet another twist on this whole thing, too. Sometimes there isn't anything for us to learn because because sometimes we are simply facilitating being a vehicle for that person so they can look at themselves. So that one is probably the diciest one. That one, I would say, is the most not fun because we're holding space for them in a sense they say holding space we're we're basically standing here with a mirror and they're you know facing them and so they're blasting and blowing and yelling and screaming whatever it is and we're thinking and why am i here i don't know why i'm even connected to this person just like what you described in your example and so sometimes we are the person that is triggering them you know, and I think part of us being human, we are always concerned about our own best interests. I think that's just because it's like avatar party of one. There's only one of me living in here. And, um, and it's harder to see that. And this is where I also, so, you know, in those instances, like what you described about the now former coworker, this is where I will also teach people This particular phrase that I learned about eight years ago, it's to simply wish that person love, light, and happiness Mm -hmm. somewhere else. That's the phrase. And it takes a couple of somewhere else. We don't, in integrity, we're not wishing negativity. We don't want any of that. But we are wishing them well on their way somewhere else. (laughs) And it's powerful. It is powerful. Oh, it is. It is. 
And I think, too, as people can grow into that space and realize, you know, sometimes there just is that one person and we've done what we can, we've reviewed what we thought we should and nothing is adding up. And it's like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to wish you love, light and happiness somewhere else. And I'm going to wish me love too. (laughs) So this is a good thing. It's good. And again, keeps it positive. You're not, we're not creating any additional further ugly type karma. Now, Speaking of that, there are those connections that are that are what we call karmic. And oftentimes we run into this where it's that one connection, whether it's friendship, relationship, doesn't matter. But it's that one person that just absolutely, totally, completely grates on our nerves. This is where we are light into past life stuff that has not yet been resolved, to keep it really simple. And that's you know, that's part of my work as well, going in, reviewing past lives. What was the connection? And like I described to people who did what to who for how many cookies, you know, because it's something that's been back and forth, back and forth. And then we, we think, oh, thank God, got rid of them. And now here we are again. It's like, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> you mm-hmm. are interrupting my mojo big time. Please go away. <laughs> But there's a nice way to go about doing that. And this is where, uh, you know, the word uh, people often say, namaste, you know, the the God in me sees the God in you. That's the simple explanation of it. But um, wishing the other person well, but it takes a while. And those karmic connections can sometimes go on for years and years and years before one of the two parties decides, you know what, enough is enough. Like with the example of your job. You know, um, okay, this needs to stop. This stops now. I'm done, complete. This is where I often call in the help and the assistance of Archangel Michael. You know, he has his sword. He has his shield. And he's there to protect us. And he can handle business in a way that we the humans are not capable of doing. So I often call upon the archangels. You know, we have Michael the protector. We have Archangel Raphael. He's the healer, and I love Gabriel. Gabriel is the announcer. And, you know, when we are, if we're in a space like, say, creativity, for example, like me taking pictures, you being the entrepreneur that you are, you know, okay, God, okay, source, bring me the ideas. You know, just bring it to me. I don't know where to go looking for it, so bring it to me so I can see it, and then I'm happy to do my part. And so it's Archangel Gabriel that comes in and he sprinkles those little seeds, you know, and encourages us. So um, I often talk with them, too. It's pretty amazing. They bring a lot of guidance, but most importantly, lots of protection, lots and lots of protection. And, you know, in the days and times we're in right now, energy speaking, energetically only, um, I, it's evident that we need protections now more than ever. And I would say with pretty much every single call that I take when I connect with clients, um, this is one of the components we talk about. You know, one of, the, one of the areas of protection that's very simple that makes sense to people, especially those who are still kind of new to this whole thing and not so sure about, you know, um, all these buzzwords, let's put it that way. I encourage people to get selenite. 
And selenite is kind of a whitish, opaqueish stone, and it it actually is water soluble. So a person doesn't want to run it underwater; it'll disappear. But selenite has these wonderful energies where it's constantly cleansing and clearing. It's like the 24/7 vacuum cleaner. I encourage people to get selenite all the time. There's a couple of keystones. So selenite, another one is black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is very grounding. It's a stone that you can hold, and if you've had like a wildly frenetic day, putting it in the left hand, the the left hand, the left side of the body is the receiving side. Just holding that, just resting with it and breathing with it for a bit, that naturally will ground a person. I love those stones. And the final one is the clear crystal quartz and you know we see that stuff around all the time what the clear crystal quartz does is it is a healing stone uh the medicine people use this stone more often than not when they're doing their healing and that's always really impressed me and the other quality that it has to it is that it enhances the properties of all the other stones around it you know for example if a person has an anaphase rose quartz, it doesn't matter what the stone is, that clear crystal quartz will enhance the properties of it. So now we're triple magnifying the power of it and more. So these are some very simple tools that all of us can use, that all of us have access to. And it's a matter of just, you know, getting the awareness of learning how to use them, when to use them, or just to simply have them around, you know, square one get these three things. This is what I oftentimes advise to people. So if you are listening and you would like more information, please feel free to go to my website, whitelight.love. Again, it's whitelight.love. And just fill out that contact form and I will receive your email. You know, it's exciting. Last week, a couple of people reached out and arranged sessions and you know, I just want to say if, uh, that I am extending a very special Christmas rate through the month of January. And to learn more about that, feel free to go to my website, fill out the contact form, and in the subject line, just simply list Christmas special. So I wanted to bring that up again. Yeah, yeah, it's a quiet special. You have to ask. <laughs> the radio special. So you really have to go to my website and inquire and figure it out. Yeah. So how are we doing there, Garrett? Any phone calls? Well, we have Kathy who is calling today and she'd love to ask about relationships. Are you feeling, you know, mm. in the mood to take a call today for a call? Well, show? I think so. I've... I know. It's crazy how that works, <laughs> it's right? A, it's a thought. It is a thought. So if you are listening and would like to call in and ask Stephanie a question, now's your chance, folks. We've got 20 minutes left. 323-657-1493 is the hotline. When you call in, you have to press 1 so we know that you actually want to talk like Kathy expertly did. Kathy, welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. You are live with Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? And this is like almost insanely crazy um i spoke to you on the 6th and i was listening to your recording in about 4 a.m um, my time i promise you and i just pulled up 
blog talker. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's on, she's on right now? I was like, I'm never going to get in. I'm like, this is like a blessing. I'm telling you because I'm spinning out of control. Um, That is so, when I say this is creepy scary to me, it is creepy scary to me. I was just like, Oh, okay. Um, I guess I was supposed to talk to her today. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I listen to her all the time. Everything happens for a reason, exactly. And this one, I must need to speak to you. Um, my guy, um, Tony, um, still haven't heard from him. Um, and so what's going on? You thought I would have heard from him in a week, and that was after the six, so it's been two weeks now, I guess. Yeah, almost two weeks. Two weeks tomorrow, it would be. Yeah, and I do remember the call, and very good, and I remember that you guys are sort of, kind of sort of opposites on the astrology chart. Um, I believe he is a Cancer. He's forward-moving. No, he's a Pisces. And Pisces, water, still water. Right, but you were um, talking about cancer, um, something, and it made me think about him being the water sign, Pisces. Um, yes. yes, but let me clarify, yeah. too. I'm sorry. I talked to you on the 6th. You thought I would talk to him the next week, which was last week, and I still haven't heard from him. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No text, no mm-hmm. call, no nothing. I'm like, is it over? Mm-hmm. What is he doing? I'm looking at this. I apologize for the silence here. Um, First of all, I want to mention this, and I'm bringing it up for a reason. Mercury goes retrograde on the 30th. So we're just a couple of weeks, not too far out from that, not even two weeks. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because during Mercury retrograde, people from the past come forward people that we haven't talked to in a long time. And it's also a time of refining, revisiting, redoing, recommunicating. So, and, you know, so I want to mention that because that when we have mercury retrograde, it affects a lot of things and it affects us across the board in many different ways. We just simply have to redo the same thing a couple, three times, revisit what we're doing or not doing. So, but it is normal, quote unquote, normal for people from the past to just pop up and just say, hey, how are you? You know, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, we haven't talked for a year. (laughs) What's going on here? So that is part and parcel. So we're coming into that. And as we move closer to that, um, we're already in the pre-energies of it. So on one hand, this is playing in your favor. What does come through with Tony is I'm still getting the numbers two to three. Will he contact you? It, yes, but it, it's still going to be a little while yet. Part of this for him is, is so like I described it before, uh, Pis- Pisces is a water sign, which means emotional, deep thinking, deep feeling. And then with Pisces, it's the two fish. These fish don't know if they're coming or going. So they're butting against each other all the time. And so with Pisces, people 
it's similar to Virgos where they have to think and think and think and think again and think some more. And then they have to decide that they've got to think about it some more to think about it again. You follow what I'm saying here. So with Tony, um, one of the reasons that he's pulled back, at least for this place and time, is he's facing himself in different ways. Because you are a very powerful woman. You're very powerful with your energy and everything else. And your your energy introduces you in a polite way as being very commanding. And he's in a space of trying to discern, is he up for this? Can he really be around a commanding person, even though he's known this? And it doesn't mean I'm not saying that you're bossy, bossy or anything like that. It's just that your energies are like, okay, I'm here, I'm now, we're doing, 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 and go. Where his energies are like, I've got to feel it, I've got to see it, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do, you know. So you feel, it's making you feel like you're dealing with, you know, uh, insanity to a certain extent because you like to have things done, chop, chop. I still see you probably before the end of this month just making your own final decision. Tony will come around in Tony's time. I don't think that you're going to be willing to wait for that. But see, there's some learning here. It's like when we were talking about energies earlier. What is this teaching you? One of the things it's teaching you is to mentally slow down a little bit. Um, And you have, and you've been very forgiving of your time. You've extended what you know how to do, meaning kindness, compassion, and so on. Um, I don't know if you've thought of sending him a text. Maybe you have, and he just hasn't responded. And sometimes, too, there, that is the message. There's a message within the message. But if we look at one aspect of it where it's like, okay, let me breathe, let me sit down, let me just review this and see what's what, that's one thing. Um, but the other thing is the way you are, you are in search of someone who can match your energies or be stronger. But you also like to be in charge, too. So you're looking for someone, a partner that will you, and you would respect their energies as well. But you're looking for, in a sense, another individual that can, I don't want to say fight, that can be strong with you in their own ways. Tony, at this moment in time, it's like he's sitting down at the bus bench trying to figure out where is he going and what is he doing. And that's okay, but it also falls back upon your shoulders of, well, what do I want to do? So while there is learning, um, you're, for all that you've gone through, especially on a mental level and an emotional level, you may end up deciding that enough is enough. So, So I'm just saying, though, with Mercury retrograde coming up and we're, hitting it hard here pretty quickly, there's going to be a review. And at that place in time, it wouldn't surprise me if he pops back on to, pops back in, even if just for a moment. So does this make sense? Um, no, I'm way confused now. Because um, you thought we would, the last conversation by February, mm-hmm. at least be working it through about where we're going with the relationship. So, did mm-hmm. something change? 
you know, all of, so we have free will. We know this. And another thing is after every, every time we ask questions, our energies shift and change. It doesn't mean that he's not going to reach out. What we want you to do is release the expectation of when that will happen, you see, and bring your energies back into you as well. So what does change, the energies change. Um, It's also a lesson of releasing the expectation and just sending it out there like, okay, universe, you know, I'm setting the intention right now for Tony and I to reconnect again so that we can re-review and see what's going on. Release that and then remain in a neutral space, a detached space. So these are the deeper layers of, um, you know, when we do ask the questions because there's always a little bit more to it. So in your, you know, for example, last week was the new moon and we're technically still under the new moon until it's full. So this is one thing that you can do is put pen to paper and write it out on paper what you wish to have with Tony. Because again, with the Mercury retrograde, this is actually going to draw Tony's energies back to you. Even if he's sending a simple text message, whatever, um, there will be a reconnection. So there's still time for this to happen is the is bottom he line. Enter- is he- is he I just is he interested? Does he want to do it, or he's moved on and met somebody else, or he's just I I is he interested? I guess is the is he still want me? Interested in you? He's still interested in the friendship with you. What he's been reviewing is does he want to go deeper beyond the friendship with you? Because the thing is, once he, you know, once he enters a relationship, he likes to be in it full on, you see. And so he's in the pre, pre-stage. This is why I still do see him connecting with you again to see where things are at. Um, now, if you get into what's coming through is early springtime, if you still haven't heard from him, there's a pretty good chance he has moved on, you know. And I know that you've done what you can to reach out to him. So this is this is still happening in different ways, you know, especially the friendship aspect. So that's what What do you mean about the friendship aspect? Meaning he is reviewing what it is that he would like to have with you. He feels safe with you for this place and time. Even though you're not hearing from him, he feels safe within operating in the space of being friends with you, of being connected with you. He is, because he's also had the feelings of wanting to take it deeper, this is what makes them sit down and take a pause to really reflect and think about that. Yeah. Plus, you know, with his world, he's got other distractions going on around him as well it feels like there's something with one of his parents but um so he has his own family stuff going on so there are distractions um the thing about it is for him to be in a relationship he likes to be all in 
And so he's still in his own review process of this is what I am seeing. Okay. And with that, Kathy, we're going to move on to our next caller here. Um, Always encourage you to go back and listen to the replay of the show or download the show on iTunes off of the rated LGBT uh, platform. Our next caller is going to be Jennifer and Jennifer's calling about her career. We've got about seven minutes left, Stephanie and Jennifer. Welcome to the show. You're live with Stephanie Gerard. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for calling today. Thank you for having a show and being of service. (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> How can I help you? <laughs> um, I'm just things have been sort of weird at work. Just wondering um, if there's something going on that if it's going to work out well for me, or if um, I should start looking for something else. I'm on contract. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Very good. Um, first of all, as you're describing it, the energies are coming in very quickly. So there is stuff going on at work. It is not directly related to you. If this makes sense, it feels like there's a lot of changes and tweaking in the corporate structure. So uh, you're feeling the top-down effect. And then in the immediate work environment, um, for lack of better words, I'm hearing the term backbiters. So you're contending with the energy of a couple of backbiters. So it's like what we talked about earlier in the show, those people who are you know, challenging for varying reasons. So you're really picking up on those energies. It already feels like you're super sensitive anyway. So for someone like you, I would encourage you to get the selenite crystal as well as the black tourmaline. So with regard to you, I like the fact that you're a contract worker because the other word I heard was shifting, changing, and promoting. So for right now, you're going to be riding the wave but it feels like, is it, is it January, February, early, middle, late? Sometime in February, it feels like it's actually right around the corner, almost like the beginning part of February. You will be presented with another opportunity, which will also be contract. Um, it's similar to what you're doing. The work environment will be more ideal. It's going to be different from what you're used to in terms of environment, but the work, the type of work you do will be the same. So right now the best thing that you can do for yourself in this work environment at present is to ask God, creator, whoever you pray to, to bring in the energy of love into the work environment. You'll hear me say this over and over. Love is the strongest energy on the planet. And when we ask for everyone in our workspace to receive a download of love, it does change the dynamics. Now, sometimes it can make people crankier because they don't know how to or understand how to process what is, you know, what does love feel like, you know, and other people, then they'll just, they already do know, and they're going to connect with that really well. So you are more, what your position is at present, you're more or less in the eye of the storm. And so the best thing, one of the best things for you to do is just simply to remain neutral, know that you're there, but you're not a part of it. Does that make sense? Jennifer actually uh, dropped off the line so she could listen more intently. So we'll hope that she's listening to the replay as well. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Well, and everything for a reason. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? 
so yeah, so Jennifer, that is what I have to say, and that's what I see, and I wish you all the best because you do have change coming in a good way. So that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. So exciting for her. Yay. So it's, yeah. I love that you brought up selenite today because that is one of the stones that when I moved into my, I say new place, it's not a new place because I've been here now almost seven years, but my next door neighbors who are yeah. very into crystals, that would be Jeff and Jill, who are now in Arizona, they came over and did uh-huh. a blessing for the house and then also placed selenite at all of the entry points of the house. And I thought that was uh-huh. interesting at the time. And now with your explanation of what selenite does and how that impacts your surroundings. I'm so fascinated by that now, Stephanie. Cool. Yeah, it's it's lovely. And I I like to call it the one hit wonder. You know, I tell people if you can get one thing, get yourself that selenite because it's working twenty four seven. Oh yeah. It's it's oh, yeah. great. You know, and, and you are correct, are don't so run it underwater. But, you know, yeah. one one thing you can do with the selenite, though, if you, you know, get one that's a little on the, you know, bumpy side and you'd like something a little bit more smooth, you can run it underwater and just kind of rub it a little bit and kind of shape it. Um, it's not like clay or anything like that, but, I mean, you can get rid of some of the rough edges and you'll have a little bit of a smoother um, crystal to enjoy in your home. But that's, you know, that's one of the things I did here. Oh, absolutely. And then I think the final thing I want to say about selenite is, you know, if um, – it's great for cleaning things. So, uh, for example, if I, I love ordering rings online, you know. And there goes Stephanie. So, Steph, it, it's telecommunication day here at the Stephanie Gerard Show. This is so funny because at the beginning of the show, Stephanie had um, some, you know, connection issues. And it, she was here, but, you know, it wasn't. We didn't hear her, and now she has dropped off the show. So with that, we're going to say, um, oh, welcome back to the show, Stephanie Gerard. Well, isn't that interesting? And this so funny. <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering if and when this is going to happen. So one of my normals is when uh, in talking about something like really powerful, juicy, whatever, the call drops because yeah. I get into it, the frequencies get really strong. So what I was saying is if I have any jewelry items, anything, I like to place it on the selenite usually for three days, and then that way it will clean that object. So I just wanted to pass that along because it's very powerful. you know. Or if you get a letter or a card from somebody and you're just not sure, just put it on that selenite for a little while and have those energies cleaned up. So I use it oh for all gosh. kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Stephanie, yes, I'm yes, getting yes. out my big block of selenite today. I'm going to have a selenite <laughs> selenite Tuesday. Okay, we got 30 <laughs> seconds left. Super quick. Um, we have rated LGBT radio coming up this Thursday and Friday. We have um, what would Blonde Jesus do Saturday night at 8 p.m. and the Rebecca Fisk Psychic next door Saturday Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, and then we'll be back next Tuesday, 8 a.m. for the Stephanie Gerard Show. 30 seconds, Stephanie. Go. Go. Go to my website, whitelight.love, and find me on Facebook under Stephanie Gerard. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll see you next week. Bye.